UltimateSportsTalk.com and WDTZ LPFM 98.1 in Delhi Township now presents Mount St. Joseph University Basketball. Today's game is being brought to you by the Mount St. Joseph University, Audacity, Dayton Children's Hospital, The Roar Store, UltimateSportsTalk.com, and WDTZ LPFM 98.1. And now it's time for Mount St. Joseph University basketball. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Hulbert Arena on the campus of Rose Holman University in Terre Haute, Indiana, just minutes away from the birthplace and living place of Larry Bird in French Lake, Indiana. I'm Dave Mitchell. Good to have you along this afternoon for game number 19 of the year for the Rose Holman Fighting Engineers and also the 19th game for the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Should be a good one this afternoon. The rest of the season should be extremely important to both of these ball clubs. When you look at this, they have already played once this year, and the Lions came away with a win on December the 10th in overtime by three points, 66 to 63. The Lions in that one were down by seven points in the overtime period. Jack Polar really put together a string of buckets along with Luke Collinsworth to get the Lions back into it, including a big three-pointer by Willard Cluxton in that overtime period. And the Lions ended up winning, as like we said, by three. The Lions here at Rose, they are 6-11 and 11 all-time here at the Holbert Arena. Meanwhile, Rose leads the all-time season series between these two, 18-17. The Lions have lost eight of the last ten against Rose Holman, but this is a place, beautiful facilities here in Terre Haute, Indiana. It's a great facility, great place to play, but it's also a tough place to win, but the Lions have always played hard and tough against Rose Holman. We look at a game just a year ago when the Lions should have lost big in the regular season and ended up coming out close in that one, but nonetheless, the Lions also always play hard here at the Halbert Arena. Lions come in with a record of 6-12 and 12 overall. They are 5-6 and six in the Heartland Conference. Unfortunately, they have got a 1-9 and nine record on the road. Now, they, that comes in after losing at Defiance on Thursday night by a final of 71-57. to 57. Now, there's good news, bad news with that. Luke Collinsworth had 20 points in the ballgame to lead the Lions, but he only had two rebounds in the ballgame. That being said, the Lions only had one day to fix what Toby Kerrigan found was wrong for the Lions in that one, but they've also got to have a short memory because of it. So when you got a short memory, you've only got one day to get into the practice arena and get ready for another game, especially one as big as this one for the Lions. Uh, you don't have much time to really dwell on the loss against Defiance on Thursday night. Rose Hallman now 9-9 nine and nine on the year. They are 6-5 and five in the Hartley Conference. This game is going to determine a lot. First of all, the Lions right now have the tiebreaker against Rose Hallman. If they finish tied today, forget this game, the Lions would finish ahead of Rose Hallman. 
Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. So today's game is going to mean a lot. Not only will this game tie us with Rose Holman, it would also give us a two-game advantage over the engineers should we tie with them in the conference standings. And that's very important because right now the Lions are seventh in the conference standings and only the top six go. Now, there's only seven teams right now that are fighting for those spots. And when you look at the bottom three, Bluffton, Earlham, and Defiance, those three really don't have a possibility of winning a playoff berth coming up in about three weeks. But let's take a look at the Lions' schedule going down the stretch. After today, they have got Bluffton coming up on Wednesday night at the Harrington Center. That's going to be a very important game. They have already lost to Bluffton at their place earlier this year. Then next Saturday we go to North Manchester to play the Spartans up at Manchester University. That game will tip off at 3 o'clock. Transy comes to town on February the 8th. That will be at the Harrington Center. And so will Earlham on February 11th, which is a Saturday afternoon. And that will be at 3 o'clock. And then the Lions will have just two games left on the regular season schedule. One at home, one on the road. Franklin at home on Valentine's Day, February the 14th. That's a Tuesday night. And then at Hanover on Friday night, February the 17th. And that will round out the schedule. Now, depending upon what happens in those games, you would think that the Lions, and we're going to play, you know, let's guess the schedule game here. The Lions, if they can come away with a win over Bluffton, if they can come away with a win over Earlham, and then they would have to come away with a win probably over Hanover, Franklin, Transylvania, or here this afternoon. So those are what they would have to do. You would think that 10 wins would get the Lions into postseason play, probably not being able to host the game, but nonetheless... That is what they would be able to get. And right now, they've got five wins. So you figure if they can win this one today, Bluffton, Earlham, and that's eight games right there. Nine maybe would get you in. Ten probably would get you in, which means that they're going to really look at the schedule and think what they've got to do coming into this one. That's the way it shapes up for the Lions. Their next game, we said, Wednesday night coming up at home against Bluffton. I'm Dave Mitchell. When we come back, we're going to take a look at Rose Holman and what they've got to do to get into the tournament. Right now, they're sitting pretty. We'll do that right after this. Lions putting some pressure. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Dave Mitchell back here at the Holbert Arena. 
on the campus of Rose Holman University. I was remiss, didn't get a chance to tell you on the opening. The Lions will be without Kelvin Turner again today with the sprained thumb and Jack Kolar with the shoulder injury. Now, Kolar may be back, maybe, on Wednesday night. As far as Turner is concerned, that's a day-to-day situation, and he will not be playing here this afternoon. Rose Hallman, well, they are 4-2 and two at the Holbert Arena. This one today is a very big one, not only for them, but for the Lions also. The engineers are 9-9 nine and nine on the year under their first-year head coach, Nick Sales. They are 6-5 and five in the Heartland Conference. They're coming in off of a loss to Hanover on Wednesday night here at home, 84-78. to 78. But they've got three players right now that are averaging in double figures. Max Chaplin leads the way at 13.8 points per ball game. Then Miles McGowan at 12.2. And Terry Hicks averages 10 rebounds a game. McGowan is almost averaging a double-double, 12 points and 9 rebounds a game. Against the Lions in the first matchup, McGowan had 18 points in that game, and Terry Hicks had 10. The Lions played excellent defense against the Fighting Engineers in that one. Rose Holman had a four-game winning streak in January that featured a pair of 80-point offensive performances, 82 against Manchester, and a season-high 85 against Franklin, and holding two teams under 60 points defensively, 50 against Bluffton, and 57 against Defiance. Let me tell you something. The Lions held Defiance to 37 points in the first game. Defiance is just now hitting their stride, even though they're out of it with a 1-10 record. But if you hold Defiance to just 57 points, you're doing the job defensively against that Yellow Jacket squad. Mass Champlin and Miles McGowan ranked first and second for Rose Hellman this year. They've both been named a pair of times as the Heartland Conference Player of the Week. And this is going to be a three-game homestand. This is game two of the three-game homestand for Rose Hellman. And they're going to end it on Wednesday when the Fighting Engineers host Earlham, and that will be at 7.30 coming up on Wednesday night. We'll take a look at the standings and a lot more coming up here in just a little bit. Toby Kerrigan in his 11th year as head coach. He's got a record of 139 wins against 149 defeats. He's 102 and 96 in the Heartland Conference and assisted by Jalen Goodwin. Nick Sales in his first year as we talked with Toby Kerrigan before the game, and you'll hear that on the pregame interview. Sales was one of the most sought-after coaches in Division Three basketball, and Rose Hallman managed to get him when their coach a year ago left to go to DePaul University. Sales with a record of 9-9 nine and nine in his first year as a head coach, 6-5 and five in the Heartland Conference, and he is assisted by Spencer Koch. Now, the last time these two teams met, we told you, was back on December the 10th, and the Lions won it by a score of 66-63 to 63 in overtime. They're going to need another performance like that today. When we come back, we'll tell you what's happening around the Heartland Conference, go over the standings, and you'll hear from head coach Macy Elston, who is off today for the Lions women's basketball team. We'll do that when we return on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. 
Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Right back here at the Holberg Arena, I'm Dave Mitchell. Well, the Lions, our next broadcast game will be coming up on Wednesday night from the Harrington Center, and that'll have the Bluffton Beavers coming to town. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 7 o'clock, and the tip-off will be at 7.30, and that game will be broadcast only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The wrestling team is in action this afternoon. They are in Wheaton, Illinois, wrestling in the Pete Wilson Invitational. That started yesterday, and it will conclude today. Their next activity will be coming up on February the 11th, which is two weeks from today, and they will be taking on Olivet, Michigan in that contest. Well, this would normally be a doubleheader, but it is not today. And the reason it is not is Rose Holman dropped their women's basketball team earlier this season. So that means the Mount St. Joseph Lions women's team is off today. They've got a rare Saturday afternoon off. They will be back in action on Wednesday night at Bluffton. And that will be a 7.30 tip-off for the ladies. But right now, they are doing outstanding. They are coming in off of a win on Tuesday night over Defiance when they beat the Yellow Jackets 72-64. to A big win for the ladies. And after the ball game, Blake Watson had the opportunity to talk with head coach Macy Elston. Coach, first question. We've talked about it in these interviews after games before, but... Going back to that Transy game, number three in the country, you guys battled your tails off. We're in that game the whole way and haven't lost since that night. What did that game do to change your season a little bit? Yeah, uh, I think it just gave us a confidence, right? Like, I think that playing against a team like that, you can see, like, the fact that we were right there. Um, I think it built that. I think uh, we, we, with that, we built some trust in each other. Like, I think we're playing right now like we trust each other. Um, and we're still making a lot of mistakes, and they know that. But we're doing it as a team now rather than, like, five individuals. So... Uh, obviously, you get the steady play out of your older players. I've seen a lot of growth in the last couple games in Anaya Murphy. Anaya Murphy at the top of that, that defense, scoring the ball. She looks confident in her shot. What can you say about the way that young lady's growing into, the, into this role that you have her in now? Yeah, she's been great. She's been great. And she's, like, a confidence builder, too. Like, she's the one that, like, when people do good things, she's right there telling them, you know, she – and she has no conscience, and that's, like, the good thing about it. Like, defensively and offensively, like, she is not scared of anybody. Like, and she knows that she, you know, she's right there defensively, one of the best defenders in the league, gets all over it, her, her athleticism. She found her shot. She just looks comfortable and natural. And, I mean, she's a lot of fun to watch, and she's a lot of fun to coach. She's definitely a lot of fun to watch from up here. Um, the final question is, what do you think we can expect to see out of your team the rest of the year? I mean, you guys are right in the thick of that, that race to be one of those teams that possibly hosts a first-round conference game. I mean, transient Hanover have proven they're kind of the class of this league, but everywhere from three to six is wide open for, for your team. Yeah, um, no, for sure. I mean, 
I think the biggest thing is going into Bluffton now, right? We're lucky we get this weekend off because we had Rose, so we get to take a little break here. Um, you know, I think we're going to add a couple of things into our offensive movement uh, as we've got the time to do that. And then Bluffton's going to be a huge one for us to get. Um, and then after that, like, I mean, we get Hanover, but, like, we played well there and we didn't have Drummonds and, like, we're playing well right now. Like, I don't know. We're, right, we're, we're, we're looking good, man. I'm, I'm excited with what we're doing. I'm happy with how they're playing. Uh, they're playing well as a team. They're bought in. They're excited, too. So, I don't know. I think we just got to keep doing what we're doing. Coach, it's been a pleasure to watch your team grow this season. It's fun to watch you, Coach. Thanks for joining me. Macy Alston after the win on Tuesday night at home against Defiance. There were other games around the conference. One game on Wednesday night, Transy, number three in the country, defeated Manchester 69-54. to Thursday night, there were a pair of games. Franklin defeated Earlham in women's basketball 69-45, to and Anderson demolished Bluffton 78-51. to So today, before we get into the standings, Here's a look at the schedule. Hanover is playing at Defiance. That game should already be underway here this afternoon. In 1 o'clock tip-offs, Franklin is at Manchester, and Earlham will be at Anderson, and Transylvania will be at Bluffton, and that game is going to tip off at 4 o'clock this afternoon. So the women's standings right now, the way they shape up heading into today, Transylvania 11-0 in the conference. They are 18-0. They are on top of it, but by just a game over Hanover, 10-1 and one on the season, they are 11-5. The Mount and Anderson are tied for third, each team at 8-4. But the Lions have the tiebreaker against Anderson because they beat the Ravens down there. So they've got the tiebreaker, and they also beat them up here. So they've literally got a two-game advantage over Anderson in that tiebreaker situation. Anderson 11-7 and seven overall, and the Mount 9-8. and eight. So realistically, the Mount is in third, which means they would host the tournament game, and Anderson is in fourth. Then comes Bluffton and Franklin, each at 7-5. and five. Manchester's got a shot. They are at 5-7. and seven. Defiance, Earlham, and Rose, well, Rose is done. Defiance and Earlham, they are each at 3-9, and nine, and basically they are just playing out the string. So the Lions right now in third place in that standings and right now looking like if they could continue on and Macy Elston has done an outstanding job with this team boy if they could continue to win they may be in line to host a tournament game coming up remember six teams make it and the third and fourth team will host a tournament game so now let's switch over to the side of the men the men for the Lions played on Thursday night but that wasn't the only game. Franklin defeated Earlham Thursday night, 73-67. to And Anderson, in double overtime, defeated Bluffton, 85-78. to Now, today in basketball action for the men, it will be Transylvania at Bluffton. That game tips off at 2. Hanover at Defiance, 2 o'clock also. Franklin and Manchester, that's a three, and also a three. Earlham will be playing Anderson. So, taking a look at the men's basketball standings coming into today's action. Anderson still on top of it by two games over Franklin. Anderson with a 10-1 record. They're 12-6 overall. Franklin's also 12-6, but they are 8-3 in the conference. Tied with Manchester also at 8-3 for that second spot. Then comes Hanover 
in the fourth position at seven and four. Rose and Transy are tied for fifth and sixth at six and five. And then in that seventh spot, it's Mount St. Joseph at five and six overall. Bluffton, Erlen, and Defiance are really out of the picture. Bluffton and Erlen have a two and nine record, and Defiance has a one and ten record. When we come back, we'll talk with head coach Toby Kerrigan about this afternoon's ballgame after this on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student-athlete. A couple of scores out of Division I basketball. For this afternoon, the game started at noon. West Virginia is leading 15th-ranked Auburn. Auburn has fell into a slump. 45-29, the Mountaineers leading Auburn. West Virginia, or University of Virginia is beating up on Boston College 35-27. And right now, with 4.25 to go in the first half, Creighton has a 33-26 lead over 13th-ranked Xavier here this afternoon. We'll have more scores coming up for you periodically throughout the day. Rose 9-9 on the year. They are 6-5 in the Heartland Conference, and they primarily have recruited players out of the Indiana region. Of course, they are well-known for their engineering program here at Rose Holman. They've got one Cincinnati native, and that, of course, is Josiah McGee, the brother of Craig McGee, who went to Roger Bacon, led them to a state championship game with James Johnson. But McGee played a little bit against the Lions in that game at the Harrington Center back on the 10th of December. Now the Lions come in with a record of 6-12. and 12. They are 9-5-6 and five and six in the Heartland Conference. Coming in after that loss, disappointingly so, to Defiance on Thursday night by the final of 71-57. to And we talked with head coach Toby Kerrigan about that game earlier today. Toby here at Rose Holman. I know this is a beautiful facility, and Rose Holman always a tough team to beat, but it seems like we always play some good ball games down here and take these guys on competitively. Yeah, this is uh, obviously great facilities, uh, but it's, it's always a tough place to play. It's, uh, it's a little tough place to, to shoot, so we always try to pound it inside a little bit. And Rose always has big guys, so it's, yeah. always, uh, it's always a battle. Yeah, we talk about it being a tough place to shoot. I mean, when you go down to this end to our right here, uh, they've got the big glass there in front of the front of the rim. It's a little tough to get a gauge on that, I would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, it's different. It's different, but but obviously, it's super nice, super nice. Yeah, when you look at this Rose Holman team, obviously we beat them by three in the first meeting, but it was one of those games where we were able to play some really stuck down defense on them. Yeah, um, yeah, we beat them in overtime at our place. Uh, was that we, we made some shots late because we were down late. I had forgotten that we were down seven with about two minutes to go. Um, and, and made some shots and 
and got back in it. But, but you're right, we got, got some stops and did a pretty good job uh, on their guards the first time through. McGowan really seemed to hurt us in that game. He had a total of 18 points and also seven rebounds in the contest. How do you defend against him today? Yeah, he's one of the best. He's one of the best big guys in the league. Um, he, he, he's really skilled um, and, and is a great offensive rebounder, um, and he plays hard. Like he doesn't take possessions off. So um, you know we'll have to be really good. Try to take his his strong hand away from him, make him do something he doesn't want to do, and then then we got to make sure we we, we check him out because he he goes after every rebound. Hicks and Harden also are a couple players that I think you're going to keep an eye out on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Terry Hicks seems like he's been here 100 years. That <laughs> seems like he's been on the scattering report forever. So I know he's a, he's a senior this year, and he's he's had a great career here, and he's been playing well for him lately. So, yeah, he's, he's an inside-out threat, can score in the post, can make threes, can uh, got good mid-range games. So he's, he's, a, he's a tough guard for sure. Toby, they had a change in coaches this year. They've got the new coach. Their record isn't as good as what it has been in the past. Are they still getting accustomed to what he's trying to get in, included in their team? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And, 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 you know, it's different personnel. It's not the same guys that have been here in the past. And so, uh, but, but um, you know, he does a great job here. He'll, he'll have a fantastic, fantastic career here. And he'll... He'll, he'll do a great job recruiting. So, um, you know, Coach, that they did a great job hiring him. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm not happy for the rest of the league, but, uh, but I'm happy for him. Yeah, he was one of the high-sought-after coaches in the D3 region. Sure, yeah, yeah, you know. And then uh, Nick, Nick had a great career at Defiance as a player. Had to, had to, he was on a lot of scouting reports when I was at Trancy trying to figure out how to guard him. And, and, uh, and obviously he's, he had a you know, great run at, at Marietta. And, and uh, he's doing a great job here. You've had one day between the Defiance game and this one. Is that good? I mean, because the disappointing loss of Defiance, you got to have a quick memory, get over that, and get into this one. Yeah, it's different. We don't typically, you know, we typically get two days, and, and, and so it was different just having one day. But, yeah, you're right. Like, you you don't have time to sit around. You can watch the film and figure out what we can do better, but you got to move on and, and, and get prepared for today. Luke Collinsworth has had a great couple of games, 25 the second to the last game and then 20 on, on Thursday night. What has been the turnaround with him right now? I think he's, he's doing a great job of, of, of getting deeper in the lane and, and taking great shots. His shooting percentages has been really good. Uh, the last two games, and and we've worked a little bit on if if he's doubled, being able to throw it out and then repost and throw it right back in, which uh, which he's done a really good job of. You've really got a two-headed uh, center combination right there because Kratzer's been playing well, coming off the bench and replacing him. Yeah, I mean that's obviously nice to have somebody that can come off the bench and 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 do a good job in there at the five spot like Nate's doing. So, yeah, we we're we we're lucky to have these guys and and uh, and just just. You know, they'll keep getting better every time they play. So, Toby, every game now is important. Every single one that you play is important to getting into that tournament, isn't it? Yep, yep, yep. It's uh, you got you got to take them one at a time, and 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 the one we're playing right now is the most important. So we got to make sure we take care of business today on the road. Good luck today. Thank you. Basketball action coming up next on UltimateSportsTalk.com and WDTZ Radio FM. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name. Uh, my name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone. Hello. My name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available. Hello. My name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's been rented. Hello. I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Ali. I'm Tuan Vo. Hello. My name is Moshe Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. All right. 
Thank you. Yes, hello, my name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What oh, is? Yes. Really? Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call us. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. It is basketball time here from Terre Haute, Indiana. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell here on Ultimate Sports Talk and WDTZ Radio. Let's check the starting lineups, first of all, for the visiting Mount St. Joseph Lions. 6-12 and 12 overall, 5-6 and six in the Heartland, 1-9 and nine on the road, coming in off a loss to Defiance on Thursday, 71-57. They will start at one forward. Number zero, Dane Gardner. Gardner, a 6-4 sophomore, and he is averaging six a game. At the other forward will be Evan Weehe. Weehe number 30, a 6-1 sophomore, averaging six a game, and he will be at the other forward. At the guard positions will be Willard Cluxton, number three, a 5-9 junior, averaging two points a game. Out, Matt Menager will be at the other guard, number 15, a 6-5 freshman, averaging two points a game. And in the middle, Luke Collinsworth, number 45, 6'7", sophomore, averaging 14 and a half a game. So it's Gardner, Collinsworth, Weehe, Cluxton, and manager for Toby Kerrigan in his 11th year, 139 wins, 149 defeats. He is assisted by Jalen Goodwin. Now for the Rose Holman Fighting Engineers at 9-9 nine and nine overall, 6-5 and five in the Heartland Conference, and they are 4-2 and two here at home, coming in off a loss Wednesday night to Hanover, 84-78. They will start at the forwards. Number 42, Miles McGowan, a 6'7 sophomore, averaging 12.2 a ball game. Brad Harden will be at the other forward, number three. He's a 5'11 junior, averaging nine a game. Kobe Stoudemire will be at a guard spot. He's number two. Stoudemire, a 5'9 freshman, averaging six and a half a game. Then comes Max Chaplin, their leading scorer, number five, a 6'2 senior, averaging 14. And Terry Hicks, a 6'5 senior, number 10, averaging 10 a ball game for Nick Sales in his first year. We're going to get this thing underway quickly. The tip is controlled by Rose, and we are underway. Holman going from right to left across your computer screen with the basketball. Stoudemire, left elbow. Lions start out in that familiar man-to-man defense. Down around the outside, it goes to McGowan. Now back down underneath. Stoudemire has the basketball top of the key. Stoudemire behind the back dribble. Back out front to Chaplin for three. Got it. Check that. That's Brad Harden. Harden with three. And Rose takes the early 3 to nothing lead. They put on some pressure, but the Lions break it across the timeline, going from left to right. Cluxton with it, has the basketball on the right side, now to the right elbow. Bounce pass goes to Collinsworth, right of the lane. Guarded by McGowan, he gets double teamed. Back outside to Weehe, back underneath to Collinsworth, but McGowan stole the ball. McGowan gets it up the floor to Harden. Harden into the front court on a pass on the left-hand side. Chaplin, Chaplin left wing, dumps it off. Underneath, 
on the play to Terry Hicks. Six in the lane, right hand hook shot short. Rebound knocked around on the baseline, out of bounds. It'll go back to Rose Home and Lions last touched it. Shot clock will reset to 20 at 18.52. Left to go in the game. We played just a minute, eight seconds. Now they're going to put it at 19 seconds on the shot clock. Rose Holman inbounds the basketball. McGowan has the top of the key. Now top side to Harden. Harden stop and go dribble. He's going to pop it from 15. Brad Harden with five, and it's Harden five. The Lions nothing. Half-court trap defense put in by Rose Holman now. Bounce pass goes to Collinsworth. Top of the key, one dribble on the left-hand side. Weehee. Weehee looking, top of the key. It goes to Manager. Now back to Cluxton, top side. Collinsworth gets it back to Cluxton. Right baseline, it goes to Manager. Top of the key. Collinsworth for three, drilled it. Luke has really been playing some good basketball as of late offensively. And the Lions are down 5-3. to three. Into the front court comes Rose Holman. They dump it off to McGowan. Left of the lane. McGowan bouncing in against Collinsworth. Left hand shot. And good. McGowan his first two. Boy, Luke could not let him set up that deep on defense underneath. Gardner with his first touch of the day. Gets it off to Collinsworth. Hands it back off to Gardner. Right wing Cluxton. Back underneath to Collinsworth. Knocked free and out of bounds. Back to the Lions. 15 on the shot clock, 17-44 on the game clock, 7-3, fighting engineers with the four-point lead. Lob pass into Collinsworth, right elbow, top of the key, Gardner, back to Weehee. Weehee dribbles from right to left, now goes out to Collinsworth, right of the circle to Gardner, he's going to shoot the long three, hit it off the back iron, no. Rebound taken down by Rhodes, coming the other way. With the basketball dribble is Stoudemire. Stoudemire left wing, held up by Cluxton. Now gets it off to Chaplin, 15-footer, got it. Chaplin, his first two from the left side, and it's now a 9-3. Rose Holman lead, Lions getting off to that familiar slow start. On the right side, Cluxton, top of the key, Gardner. Gardner dribbles to the left elbow, hands it off to Manager, and back to Cluxton, left wing Gardner. Gardner looking underneath, now he'll dribble to the free throw line. Top of the key, Cluxton, right wing, Weehee. Weehee with five on the clock, dribbles down to the baseline, pulls up from 15, got it. Weehee with his first two, Lions down by four, now 9-5. Chaplin underneath, goes to Hicks, Hicks battles it away from Gardner, put up the shot from five, nope, and the rebound knocked outside, goes to Manager. Manager gets it off to Weehee into the front court, gets it off to Gardner, right of the lane. Gardner double teamed on the baseline, back out front, it goes to Manager, all alone for three, no off the back iron. Rebound knocked right into the hands of Hicks. Hicks will get it off to Stoudemire. Up the floor, gets it back to Hicks. Top of the key, three high archers. Hicks has got his first three. 12-5. Rose with a seven-point lead. Coming in at the next buzzer is going to be Simon Blair, their big guy. With it as manager. Gets it off to Cluxton. 16 minutes to go in the half. Cluxton bounce pass right of the lane. It goes to Collinsworth. Double team spins to the baseline, put it up. Nobody's going to be hammered, and a foul, and Collinsworth will go line right. And the foul is going to be called against Miles McGowan. That is his first, team's first. And before Luke goes to the line, we've got an official timeout. 15-54 remaining to go in the first half. Your score is now Rose Holman 12, Mount St. Joseph 5 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. What is power? It's loyalty to the game. 
Power inspires. Power unifies. Power never quits. Power makes the impossible possible in rising to the top. We are the Americans, and we are power. St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, at halftime, we've got a preview with of the Cincinnati game tomorrow afternoon against Kansas City for the AFC Championship. That'll be coming up at halftime. We were not able to tell you that Rose is in their home white uniforms with maroon numerals and trim. And for the mount, they come out in their dark blue road uniforms with yellow, gold, numerals, and lettering and trim. Luke Collinsworth shooting 77% from the stripe. He's got three points here this afternoon, goes to the line. Luke had 19 against Rose in the first game. Shoots the first of two and got it. Luke now with four points in the ball game. And the second one from line right for the 6'7 sophomore. Puts that one up and got it again. He's got five in the ball game. And the Lions are down by 5-12-7. Cluxton picks up Harden bringing it across the timeline. Harden bounce pass. Left of the circle to Hicks. Hicks looks down low, can't find anyone. Now gets it off to Willie Bowman, who's in the game. Bowman gets it off to Blair. Left hand shot off the glass and rim. Nope. Tapped outside. Comes to Cluxton. Cluxton brings the Lions up the floor. Now to Collinsworth in the center circle to Dane Gardner. Gardner between the circles now. One dribble. Left wing goes to Collinsworth. Collinsworth bounce pass underneath to Gardner. Gardner left of the lane, looking inside the lane. Spins against Blair. Put it up off the glass. Got it. Lions made a subtle switch there offensively. They moved Gardner down low and brought Collinsworth out to the wing where Gardner usually is. With it, Chaplin. Chaplin's going to drive the lane, throw it up and in. Boy, Chaplin just weaved his way through the Lions' defense and got his fourth point of the ball game. Lions down by five, 14 to nine. Menninger, left wing, top of the key, Weehee. Weehee dribbles down to the left side and an offensive foul called on Weehee and that was a terrible call. Well, I'll tell you, Harden just fell to the floor. Talk about the flop that they called against Cluxton last night. That was worse than what they called on Cluxton. Foul goes against Devin Weehee and that is his first of the ball game. With the basketball, Chaplin, top of the key. On the right side, it goes to Bowman. Bowman with the basketball, and a foul is going to be called on Menninger. They're going to say Menninger kicked his foot out. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you what. The more and more you watch the Heartland officials, and now the officials coming in. Toby Kerrigan is talking to the outside official, and the other official that made the two calls just came in and started screaming at Toby for no reason. Boy, oh, boy. Going line left is going to be Chaplin. Chaplin line left with 14.35 to go in the half. Puts it up and in. Chaplin's got five. Came into the ballgame shooting 
86% from the strike. This entire Rose Holman team shoots very well from the line. 71% on the year. Second one by Chaplin, line left. Takes a deep depth, breath and then shoots it. And that one's no good. Well, evidently they gave him three on this, which is another way of saying it was another abhorrent call. 15 to 9. Rose with the lead. The third one by Chaplin. Stands line left. Put that one up, and he got two out of the three. Chaplin with six in the ball game, and the Lions are down by seven, 16 to 9. Harden gets it off to Collinsworth. Collinsworth now back out front to Weehe to the left elbow, off the manager, left wing. Back outside to Weehe, top of the key, Collinsworth. Collinsworth hands it off to Weehe, right elbow. Hook pass, tried to get it to Collinsworth, but he threw it right by him and chased down by Manager. Manager with a left wing to the free throw line. Hook pass, right corner, goes to Gardner. Now back out, Weehe, Weehe for the long three, got Evan with five, and the Lions are down by four, 16-12. Harden the other way, gets it off to Zurich, who's into the ballgame, Vic Zurich. Comes in, back out to Harden, now back to Zurich, right of the circle. Chaplin fakes right, goes left, pulls up from 17, got it. That's eight in the ballgame for Chaplin. Lions down by six again at 18 to 12. Cluxton brings it from left to right, gets it off on the right side to Gardner, now top of the circle to manager. Alex Totten's going to come in at the next buzzer. The Cluxton dribbles down to the baseline, now back out front. Right of the circle, bounce pass underneath to Collinsworth. Collinsworth double teamed at the right block, now single teamed by Zurich. Spins to the baseline, right hand hook on the rim, nope. Rebound tapped out on the baseline, out of bounds. Last touch by Rose, and it will stay with the Lions underneath. 13-18, they'll put 20 on the shot clock. And going line right is going to be Willard, or no, excuse me, putting the ball in play to the right of his own bucket is Cluxton. Cluxton looking, looking, inbounds the ball to Totten who just came in, 15-footer right baseline, got it. Alex Totten, his first two just came out off the bench. It's 18-14. Zurich left of the lane for the engineers. Zurich in against Collinsworth, spins to the baseline, put it up left-handed, no. Rebound out of bounds, back to the Lions. Last touch by Zurich. Checking into the ballgame now, Zach Jackson, six-foot senior, averaging three and a half a game. And Isaac Farnsworth, 6'3", junior, coming into the ballgame, averaging 3.2 a game. 12.58 to go in the first half. Lions down by four, but they have the basketball on the left-hand side to Gardner. Gardner with it, top of the key, Weehee, hands it off to Totten. Totten with it, down to the right elbow, gets it to Cluxton, into the lane, back out top of the key to Collinsworth. Collinsworth back over to Totten, top side, shoots the three, Alex rimmed it in and out off the backboard, and the rebound taken down by Zurich. Gets it up the floor into the front court, Zurich off the Blair, on the right side, Farnsworth, back to Zurich, right baseline, spins into the key, back outside, and it goes to Farnsworth, dribbling in against Totten, stops on the right wing, bounce pass into the lane, he's been in there forever, Blair put it up, no good, and the rebound taken down by Totten, gets it off to Cluxton, into the front court, Cluxton back over to Gardner, now on the left wing, Totten, Totten with 12-10 to go in the first half, it's a four-point fighting engineer's lead, Collinsworth, on the left side to Totten, back to Collinsworth on the baseline, lost it, saved it inbounds, right into the hands of Rose Holman. They bring it up the floor on the right side, Jackson, Jackson top of the key to Bowman, 
Bowman top side around a pick by Zurich to the left of the lane. Down into the left corner to Farnsworth for three. Drilled it. Farnsworth with his first three. And 11.41 left to go. Danny Austin's going to be coming into the ballgame along with Nick Kratzer. 21-14. Rose with the seven-point lead. Top of the key, Totten. Right wing, it goes to Cluxton. Cluxton top side to Totten again. One dribble back out front. It goes to Gardner. Gardner's going to drive the lane against Farnsworth all the way to the hole. Laid it up. Got it to go. Gardner with four. Lions down by five. 21-16. On the right side, Bowman. Right sideline. Long three by Bowman. Around the rim. Fell off the top of the rim and bounced in. Bowman got a nice shooter's touch. And he's got three and it's an eight point. Fighting Engineers lead. Collinsworth to the free throw line into the lane and it's going to be a jump ball and it will go back to the mount. But before that all happens, we've got an official timeout on the floor. 10.54 remaining to go in this first half. It's now Rose 24, the Lions 16 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options, free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Score out of Division One, Creighton leading by 14 over Xavier at halftime, 42 to 28. Virginia 50, Boston College 38, and Auburn losing to West Virginia 50 to 41. Right now, scoreboard is 24-16. Rose with the lead. Lions come out onto the floor with Austin in for the first time, along with Nick Kratzer. Kratzer. Missed practice yesterday. Wasn't sure if he was going to get to play today, but he is. Weehee's out on the floor, and Kratzer gets the basketball left of the lane. Kratzer off the inbounds, gets it to Weehee. He's going to drive the lane, got bumped, fall away five-footer. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Rose. They'll get it into the front court in a hurry. With the basketball on the right side, Jackson. Jackson now to Farnsworth, top of the key, Bowman. Bowman dribbles right elbow, now out to the wing. Hands it off to Bowman, top of the key. And he goes over on the left-hand side. Jackson spins into the lane. Five-footer, got the rim in the bounce. Zach Jackson, his first two. It's a 10-point Rose League. With the basketball, Gardner back out front to Austin. Austin on the left-hand side. It goes to Evan Weehe. Weehe around a pick by Kratzer. Back over to Austin, right baseline. Top side, Cluxton. Now top of the key, it goes to Kratzer. Hands it off to Weehe to the free throw line. Gets it off to Kratzer in the circle. Eight on the clock. Off to Gardner. Left wing three by Dane. Got it. Gardner's got seven. Lions have cut it to seven at 26-19. Rose will bring it into the forecourt from the right to left. 
They get the basketball off to Miles McGowan. McGowan dumps it off underneath the Hicks right of the lane. Hicks back outside. Farnsworth long three. Missed it off the side iron. McGowan got the rebound. McGowan back up with the right hand. Nope. Rebound comes down to McGowan again. Back up and in. McGowan with two offensive rebounds and put it right back up over Kratzer. 28-19. Lions down by nine. Kratzer, right elbow. Nick, top of the key, it goes to Gardner. Right wing, Cluxton, back to Gardner. Gardner spins into the circle and now brings it back outside. Gardner with a free throw line. Still with the dribble, dribbling in. Stops, back outside Kratzer. Kratzer dribbles down to the baseline. Five on the shot clock. Top of the key, Weehee, he's got a force up a shot. Blocked out of the air by Farnsworth. Pulled down by Jackson. All the way to the hole, throws up a shot. It'll get wedged between the rim and the backboard, but nonetheless, there's a foul called on the Lions. And that's going to be on Evan Weehee. Boy, the Lions do one thing with this offense. They continue to take it down to about the five, six, seven second mark, and then they're forced to throw up a shot. And that time, Weehee was forced, and immediately Farnsworth knew it and went up and blocked it. Line left, Jackson shoots it, line drive, guys. Chaplin back into the ball game. Totten is back in along with Menninger for the Lions. Jackson line left, second one, got it. Boy, Jackson barely puts any air under the ball on free throws. 30 to 19, Rose with their biggest lead of 11. With it, Collinsworth, who just came back in off the Totten. Totten right of the circle, back to Cluxton, over to Totten, left it. Elbow Totten back on top of the key. Collinsworth long three. Nope. And the rebound picked off by Hicks. Hicks gets it to Jackson in a hurry up to Farnsworth. He'll drive left baseline. Shut off ball. Knocked out of bounds by Totten. And it will remain with Rose with 22 on the clock. 8.28 left to go in this first half. Farnsworth inbounds the basketball to McGowan. Now gets it off to Chaplin. Free throw line. Step back jumper. Good. Chaplin with 10. Lions down by 13. 32-19. They do this almost every game. With it, Totten. Back outside Austin. Now to Chaplin. Collinsworth. Austin is going to drive the lane against Chaplin. Kick it back outside to Collinsworth. Gets it back to Danny. Top of the circle. Collinsworth. Top side now. Back into the right corner to Austin. Austin stops, seven on the clock, back off to Menninger. Menninger, top of the key, Collinsworth. Collinsworth, right wing goes to Cluxton. He's got to throw up a runner from the right baseline. Nope, hit the front iron, rebound Hicks. Hicks gets it off to Jackson into the front court. Boy, they want to push the action. Jackson with it to Chaplin. Chaplin on the right side goes to Hicks. Hicks dribbles to the free throw line. Jackson over on the left side. Chaplin underneath it goes on the left-hand side to McGowan, bouncing in against Collinsworth. Spins, spins again, put up the right-hand hook. McGowan with six, and the Lions down by 15, 34 to 19. Collinsworth on the right side. It goes to Austin, top of the key manager. Now goes to Cluxton, left wing. Cluxton, bounce pass underneath to Collinsworth. Collinsworth, double team, top of the key, Austin. One dribble, back to Cluxton. Cluxton just gives it right back up to Austin underneath two. 
Collinsworth put up the right hand hook, no good. And the rebound, Hicks again. Hicks on the right side, gets the sideline right to Chaplin, dumps it off underneath to McGowan. McGowan's gonna back in against Collinsworth, gives way, put up the left hand hook, nope. And the rebound taken down by Cluxton. Cluxton gets it up the right hand side with the dribble. Now over to Minninger near the center circle. Back to Cluxton right in the front court. Hook pass underneath to Collinsworth. Collinsworth spins to the baseline away from the double team. Put it up on the reverse layup. Got it and he's fouled. That's seven in the ball game. For Collinsworth. And before he goes to the line with a 13 point deficit. The Lions and fighting engineers have an official timeout on the floor. Six, six to go in the half. It's Rose Holman 34, the Lions 21 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions UltimateSportsTalk.com Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Well, at halftime, we've got a preview of the contest tomorrow between Kansas City and Cincinnati for the AFC Championship and a berth in the Super Bowl. We'll hear what Skip Bayless and Sterling Sharp have to say from the Fox Sports Network. And that'll be coming up at halftime. 34-21, Rose Hallman with a 13-point lead here. 6.26 remaining in this first half. Gardner's back out onto the floor with Totten, Austin, Menninger, and Collinsworth. Stoudemire comes back out for Rose along with Hicks, Chaplin, also into the ballgame, Harden. He's returned in Zurich. Line right, Collinsworth looking to complete the three-point play. He's got seven in the ballgame. Collinsworth today. He is two of two from the line, making three of three. And he has eight to lead the way for the Lions. Last two ball games, he's had 20 or more. Bringing it up is Stoudemire. Stoudemire with a 12-point advantage, 34-22. Sideline right, Chaplin. Now back to Harden, top of the key. Harden to the left elbow to the three-point arc to Zurich. Underneath the Hicks all alone. Put it up too hard. And the rebound taken down by Austin. He was wide open and put it up just too hard. Austin came down with the rebound to Totten into the front court. Back to Menninger. Menninger right wing. Hook pass Collinsworth on the left-hand side. Totten again. Totten dumps it off underneath to Collinsworth. Collinsworth double team spins to the baseline again. Kicks it back right corner to Totten. Totten into the lane with a dribble. Back to Gardner. Right of the lane to Manager. Back off to Totten. Totten five on the shot clock. Top of the key. It goes to Austin. Right wing threw up a prayer. And it hit the iron. Goes out of bounds. Last touch by Rose. And it will return to the mount with a shot clock of 20. 5.38 to go in this first half. Lions will have it in the front court over on the far side. And they inbound the basketball to Austin. Danny with the right-hand dribble, top of the key, Matt Manager. Manager, left wing, Gardner. Gardner now dribbles up between the circles. 5.25 remaining. Gets it off to Totten. Seven seconds to the free throw line. Over to Manager. Manager drives the lane, throws up a floater from five. 
Menninger with his first two. Lions down by 10, 34-24. Zurich into the front court. Gets it off on the right side, Harden. Now to Chaplin. Chaplin guarded by Menninger. Around a pick by Zurich. Chaplin over to Hicks on the right of the front court. Hicks, right elbow, back out front, Stoudemire on the right side, Harden. Harden drives in against Totten to the free throw line, now brings it back out top of the key, outside the arc. Left wing, Chaplin. Chaplin pulls up for the three, left side, no good, and the rebound comes down to Zurich. Zurich get it away from Collinsworth, now back out to Hicks. Right side, it goes to Harden. Bounce pass underneath to Zurich. Dumps it off on the left baseline to Stoudemire for three, won't go, and the rebound taken down by Dane Gardner. Lions right now are being out-rebounded in the game, 12-8. to And it's because Rose just wants the basketball more right now. With it on the left side, Austin dumps it off underneath to Collinsworth. Collinsworth into the lane, spins the baseline, double team. Now back out front to Austin. Austin right wing, Totten. Totten fakes right, goes left to the free throw line, top of the key, Collinsworth. Hands it off to Totten. Here we go again. Three, Totten has to force it up. Got it! Totten with five, and immediately Rose Holman's going to use a full timeout. 4.04 left to go in the ball game, or in the first half. It's going to be a 30-second timeout charge to Rose, but it'll go into the media timeout. 4.04 remaining in the half. Rose Holman, 34, the Lions, 27 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hanging with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Chugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Rose Holman right now leads at 34 to 27. Nick Sales of Rose Holman took a 30-second. That turned into the media timeout. That's why it was a little longer than normal. And Rose, full-court pressure put on now by the Lions, 2-2-1. But Stoudemire will bring it up across the timeline, and the Lions fall back into the man-to-man. Harden, right wing, with the dribble outside the arc. Dumps it off underneath the Zurich, guarded by Collinsworth. Zurich dribbles in, left hand, put it up on the rim, no good. And the rebound taken down by Collinsworth. Gets it up the floor to Cluxton. Lions are going to get killed if Zurich can get in that deep all game long. With it on the left-hand side, Cluxton. Bounce pass underneath. It goes to Gardner. Laid it up and in on the left side. Gardner right now keeping the Lions along with Collinsworth in this game double-handedly. And the Lions are down by 5, 34-29. Top of the key. Harden with it. Right elbow. Top side, Blair. Goes on the left-hand side to Chaplin. Chaplin dribbling in against Menninger. Backs up. Out front to Stoudemire. Around the horn, and it goes on the right side to Harden. Harden's going to drive to the bait, the free throw line into the lane. High arcing seven-footer. Won't go, and the rebound taken down by Cluxton. 
Willard will bring it up the floor from left to right. Gets it off to Gardner, left wing manager. We're under three minutes to go in the half. On the right wing, Collinsworth for three. Nope, off the side iron. And Stoudemire took down the rebound. There were no Lions underneath. Stoudemire top of the key. Hands it off to Harden. Harden around a pick by Zurich. Looking for the give and go, but nothing there. Back over to Stoudemire. Now dumps it to Zurich. Zurich guarded by Totten. Top of the key. Stoudemire for three. Winston badly. Rebound Blair. Blair got it knocked free. Got it back. Bounce pass underneath. Knocked out of bounds by Cluxton. It'll stay with Rose. Nine on the shot clock. Hicks is going to come back into the ball game. Terry Hicks with three. And sitting down will be Zurich. Coming in, Nick Kratzer at the next buzzer. With it, Chaplin in the corner. Left-hand side. Chaplin backing it against Manager into the lane, top of the key, Hicks. He's going to pull up from 17, and he missed everything. It goes out of bounds, and the turnover gives it back to the Lions. That is, by the stat sheet, the first turnover of the ball game committed by Rose Holman, compared to three for the Lions in the ball game. But Rose has got seven points off turnovers in the first half. 34-29, Rose with a five-point lead. Pass underneath, Collinsworth got it knocked free against Hicks, but got it back. Spins to the baseline against Hicks, double team. Right-hand shot, good, and he's fouled. Bucket's going to count. Foul is going to be called down low, and that's going to be against Miles McGowan. McGowan, his second. No, check that. They're going to call that against Stoudemire. That's his first. And Collinsworth cans the free throw. He's got 11. And the Lions are down by two, 34-32. They've battled themselves back from an 11-point deficit. Chaplin top of the circle. Off to Stoudemire. A minute 53 to go in the half. Left wing Harden. Harden dribbles down to the baseline. Jump pass to the right corner. Stoudemire, long three. Hit the back iron. Nope. Rebound out of bounds. It'll go back to the Lions as Hicks last touched it. Now coming into the ballgame, Willie Bowman. Bowman with three points in the ballgame and sitting down will be Stoudemire. 143 left in the half. Coming up at halftime, a preview of the Bengals-Chiefs game. With it, Gardner, left wing, dumps it off underneath the Collinsworth. Guarded single-handedly by Hicks. Collinsworth spins to the baseline, put it up and in. Collinsworth with 13. Lions have knotted it up now at 34. With it underneath is Blair. Blair into the lane. Put up the shot. He's going to be hammered. No, they're going to call a walk before that. Traveling violation called against Rose with a minute 18 to go. And the Lions will have it back tied up at 34. Cluxton will bring it across. Nick Sale's not happy with that call either by the official. On the left side, Menninger. Menninger inside the left wing arc. Now back out front to Cluxton. Cluxton gets it off to Collinsworth. On the left wing, Menninger. Back to Collinsworth. Left of the lane. He lost the handle of the basketball. It was knocked free by Hicks. And it will go back to the Lions. Hicks and Collinsworth walked away from that with laughing. I don't know what Hicks told Collinsworth, but whatever it was, they both got a chuckle out of it. Inbounds pass. Knocked free, but taken right back by the Lions. Menninger. Got it back over to Cluxton. 50 seconds to go in the half. Gardner, left of the circle, spins into the lane. Put it up with the right hand around the rim and in. Lions with their first lead of the ball game at 36-34. to 
Into the front court, Harden, left wing, Chaplin. Chaplin with it to the free throw line, right of the lane, all the way, throws it up, and a foul is going to be called on the mount. And that'll be on Collinsworth. Luke with his first, and that's the fourth against the Lions as a team. 36.9, Rose will go to the line looking to... They will be looking to tie the ball game. Chaplin was almost automatic from the line, 86%, went two for three earlier. Now goes to the line left again, shoots it up, and that one is good. He's got 11 to lead the way so far for Rose. Chaplin, three of four from the line, eyes the second one from line left, dips. Shoots, and he got a move. Ties the ball game. Chaplin with 12. And we are knotted up again, this time at 36. 36.9 seconds to go, so there's a 6.9 second differential between shot clock and game clock. Bringing it up the floor, Gardner, right wing on the right sideline, back out front, and it goes to Cluxton. Cluxton guarded by Harden. Cluxton setting up the offense. 15 on the shot clock. With it on the right side, manager, top of the key, Kratzer, left wing, Cluxton has the ball, eight seconds to go. Right sec- side to manager, manager to the free throw line, kicks it off to Kratzer, Kratzer to put it up before the buzzer, got it! Kratzer with the baseline right jumper, top of the key, Harden for three, no, and that's the end of the first half. Lions are going to go into the halftime festivities with a two-point lead. And tell me, folks, I really don't know how they did it. Rose went absolutely cold for the last five minutes. They had an 11-point lead, and now the Lions have a two-point lead going in at half here on the road. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 38, Rose home in 36. Our halftime festivities coming up next on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage, when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Right back here at the Hallberg Arena, Lions leading it at halftime, 38-36 to after being down by 11 in the first half. A look at the D1 scores around the country. 11 minutes to go in the half. Creighton with an 8-point lead over Xavier, 57-49. Virginia big over Boston College by 21, 68-47. And West Virginia has got an 8-point lead over Auburn with 7.59 left to go in the ballgame. And your score is 66-58. The crowd erupts as you just heard 
And that's because somebody just hit a half-court shot to win something here at Rose-Hulman. Anyway, tomorrow at 3 o'clock, the Kansas City Chiefs will be entertaining the Cincinnati Bengals. That's at 3. And Sterling Sharp earlier this week went head-to-head with Skip Bayless to talk about that ball game tomorrow afternoon. Skip, I think the thing is, if you look at the line now, the Chiefs were started out as two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now they're one-and-a-half-point dog. That's four points. Can you imagine the money that's been bet on Cincinnati to get it to move four points? But even for it to move four points, what that must have to happen? A significant injury to a major player. Sure. There's no major, more major player yep. in the game than Patrick Mahomes, and he has a high ankle sprain. I also think the other half of that equation is watching what happened at Buffalo last yeah. Sunday. But let me ask you a question. If Patrick Mahomes was not hurt, do you think that line would have moved? Not hurt, they would have opened as a three-point favorite at home, and it would have stuck right there. Okay. Because you get around three right. for home field, and I think that's what it would have been. But Mahomes is playing in his fifth AFC championship yep. game, his fifth one at home, chance to get, uh, go to a, a Super Bowl. He's going to be the MVP. Um, that ankle is bo- uh, bothered him. I don't think it'll be as bad as it was the second half of that ball game. He'll get a lot of rest. He'll get a little medicine in that thing. Um, but for me, Skip, I'm still taking, I'm still taking Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> Before I launch, allow me to say about both these young men, they're both really good kids to me, and they're still kids to me, but but they they handle themselves correctly, Mm -hmm. and they represent the National Football League to me correctly, and it's a pleasure to watch both of them perform. Yes. This may come down to what's your flavor, you know, what what, what, (laughs) What you like to do. What what do you like? What what do you like to watch? You like to surf or you like to turf? Yeah, it's like that. I'm all about Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I would take him going forward. And my body of work so far is 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes because he, he plays, he maxes his ability out against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has more overall talent than Joe Burrow has because he's got a bigger arm. I'm not saying he's more athletic, but, but it's maybe, maybe a tick maybe. more athletic. Yeah. Just maybe a tick because I, I think he was a really good shortstop in yeah. baseball and his father was a really good pitcher right. for many, many years. That explains his footwork and the yeah. arm angles in which he throws the ball that from. That is correct. But all I know is these stats scream at me that Joe Burrow went head-to-head with him three times and went 3-0. and Now, again, you need a football team around you, and he's right. got one. Yeah. So does Patrick in a lot of ways. But... I look at completion percentage in those three games, and it's Burrow 72% to Patrick 67. Nothing wrong with 67, but there's something really right with 72. Passing yards in those three games, it's 982 to 757. So he's he's got him by 130-odd yards. That's 327 a game for those three versus 252 for Patrick. Touchdowns, interceptions, eight to one for Joe Burrow in those games to six to two. Not all bad for Patrick, but still eight to one, six to two. And then yards per attempt, 9.1 for Joe. 7.5 7.5 for Patrick Can I ask you a question? Let's just say for the sake of argument, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to have Patrick Mahomes throw against his defense, and I'm going to have Joe Burrow throw against his defense. How do you think it goes? So if I put Joe, if I put Patrick Mahomes on Kansas City, and he throw to Chase, and he throw to those guys going against Kansas City defense versus Joe Burrow going against Cincinnati's okay. defense, throwing to Kelsey and those guys. Does what do Joe you think? Burrow get to throw to Travis Kelsey? Yes, he gets Travis okay. Kelsey. Right. But, I get, I get, but, but Patrick Mahomes gets Chase, Higgins, Boyd, and that running game with that two-headed monster with P. Ryan and Mixon. I think Joe Burrow lifts everybody around him. I think they all take on his swagger, his personality, his impact. He just makes plays. Skip, you, do, you do realize that uh, Pittsburgh said, nah, you know, uh, uh, Juju, go ahead and take that Corvette, Corvette, and take it on down the road. MVS, mm-hmm. Green Bay say, nah, we good over here, bro. You know, Justin, Although I, I still think he's pretty good. What about Justin Watson? Mm-hmm. 
Well, Tom Brady said Yeah, that. he said, no, nah, we go. And Patrick Mahomes turned him into a viable candidate. He did. I give you that. But those running backs, whew, they're starting to rise up to Cincinnati's yeah. level. Pacheco was running hot and angry. But, Skip, you do realize that Mixon went to the Pro Bowl last year. I he think he's going to the Pro Bowl again. No, nah, he didn't make it this year. He didn't make yeah. it this year. No, I love both of them. I yeah. love Piran. Yeah. I got two OU guys. Yeah. No, no, they're really good. But but Kansas City's starting to they, rise to the occasion. Yeah, but I, I still I still give the slight nod. Uh, I, I don't know if, if Edward Valera, I know they activated him off the IR. I don't know if he played in the game. I didn't get an opportunity. I, I didn't see him play. Yeah. I didn't see him play in the game. I'm okay. not saying that he didn't play. I didn't see him play. You want Andy Reid calling your plays, or you want the young Zach guy? In, I want Andy. Yeah, okay. So that's a big but advantage. It, but it, but, it, but it, it's Skip, you got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he one of the most self-drivers. You don't got them self-driving cars, Skip, you yeah. don't do nothing. I just pull it up there, and it parallel park itself. So it doesn't matter what play you call. <laughs> you parallel, make it, yeah, parallel. My BMW parallel park itself. Skip, I got that thing. I can just push, push the button, and it back itself up by itself. That's what that guy's Patrick Mahomes. You ain't got the play, you, the play call is unimportant to him. Okay. Call a play. I'll make it work. Where we part ways is you love the spectacular. You love the globetrotter throws. You love it's the entertainment, ain't it? Highlights. When yep. you go to the game, you go to the game with entertainment. There's a reason why they, there's a reason why what they do, Skip, they put more emphasis on passing. They spread the field. They ain't want to see no more 10 sevens. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, they don't let your hand check. All yep. that clutching and grabbing, that hard fouling, they don't let you do that. You want to get entertained, right? Yep. You want no look. You want sidearm. You want between the legs. You want behind the back. It's coming. I, I got it. Are we sure that behind the back ain't coming this week? It, it'll probably come. But <laughs> in the end, that will bite you at this level of NFL football. <laughs> it, it will. He, he's so encouraged to be so dangerously careless with the football that it will come back to haunt you. And I've shown you those two games at Indy and the one at home against Buffalo. He ended with careless interceptions in both games because he's prone to do that right. when you least expect it. <laughs> Joe Burrow is the flip side of that. He makes all the routine throws look spectacular to me because he just keeps making them and making them just like you, he did at LSU that year. You, you do realize that Joe Burrow had more interceptions than Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. on fewer and fewer and fewer touchdowns this year. Yeah, yeah. Last year too. Joe got off to a pretty rocky okay, start. Okay, that, 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 that ain't got nothing to do with Mahomes, boy. Yeah. Okay, but you saw what Joe Burrow did to Buffalo at Buffalo. Yeah. Yes. It, it was. He was Pavarotti at the Melbourne uh, 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 Opera House. Right? Sydney Opera House. <laughs> It was sensational because, to me, he's a better Cooper Rush. Because what I loved about Cooper Rush, as opposed to Dak Prescott, is he just kept efficiently making the play that was called for. Oh, he's open. Just throw it to him. Even if you need to throw it farther down the field, Cooper Rush has an underrated arm. So does Joe Burrow. He can wing it when he needs to wing it. He can put mustard on it when he needs to. Or he can throw it soft when he needs to. It depends who's open fastest and how you need to deliver the ball to them. Obviously, Patrick has a much bigger arm, but Joe Burrow knows how to play quarterback a little better than Patrick does. And that game is going to kick off tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. It'll be on CBS for the AFC Championship. Second year in a row they have met for the AFC title. Second year in a row they've met in Kansas City. And it could be the second year in a row that the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. Lions lead it here. 38-36 38-36 over Rose Holman on the road. When we come back, we'll take a look at the stat story after this on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space, 
or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth. Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realize them. Biggest lead of the ball game for Rose Holman came at the 6:38 mark of the first half, and they led it 34 to 19. At that point, the Lions outscored Rose Holman 19 to two, and they did it. I really don't know how. I, I mean, we sat here and you watched this game, and it was totally being dominated by Rose Holman, and then all of a sudden, Rose started missing shots, and the Lions started making them. The Lions 15 of 26 in the first half for 58%, and they're shooting 40% outside the arc at 44 for 10, 4 for 4 from the free throw line. The one key I can tell you is the Lions are not turning the ball over. They've got three turnovers in the game that have led to seven Rose Holman points, but Rose Holman has committed only one turnover today, and that has led to two Mount St. Joseph points here this afternoon. Rose, 13 of 30 from the field, 43%. They are also 4 of 10 from three-point range for 40%. And they are 6 of 10 from the free, or 6 of 7, excuse me, from the free throw line for 86% in this first half of action. Lions are being led by Dane Gardner. He's got 11 points, 5 of 6 from the field. He's hit one three-pointer and grabbed one rebound with one assist. Also, 13 points going to Luke Collinsworth. 13 points on 4 of 8 from the field. He's hit one three-pointer. 4 of 4 from the line. He's actually got three three-point plays in this first half of action. Five points each to Evan Weehy and Alex Totten. Two points each going to Matt Menninger and Nick Kratzer. For Rose Hallman, they have got one person in double figures. That's their leading scorer, Max Chaplin. Chaplin with 12 Four of five from the field. He's missed a three-pointer, but hit four free throws in five attempts. Six points going out to Miles McGowan in this first half of action. Then five points to Harden. Four points to Zach Jackson. Three points each to Terry Hicks, Willie Bowman, and Farnsworth in the ball game. And that rounds out your scoring for Rose Holman. Lions have grabbed 12 rebounds in the first half compared to 14 for Rose Holman in the first half of action. Two offensive rebounds for the Lions, five offensive rebounds for Rose Holman here this afternoon. Scoring in the paint, the Lions outscored Rose 10 to 8 in the paint here this afternoon, and that's why we are, are where we are. The Lions 38, the Engineers 36. Second half action coming up next on UltimateSportsTalk.com, WDTZ, LPFM Radio, and the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. ¿A dónde te diriges? ¿Dónde te gustaría ir? Nuevas cumbres, ¿verdad? Es por eso que vas a ir a la universidad en primer lugar. En Mount St. Joseph University integramos la excelencia académica, la experiencia del mundo real y la atención individual para que puedas llegar más lejos de lo que tú creías posible. De hecho, más del 96% de nuestros graduados en los últimos tres años estaban empleados o cursaban estudios de posgrado dentro de seis meses posteriores a la graduación. ¿Estás listo para subir más alto? Comienza tu ascenso en mcj.edu. 
Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hanging with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. 3836. Lions with the two-point lead here at halftime. They battled back from 15 down with a 19-2 scoring spurt in that first half. And now they lead it by two. They're going to have to clamp down the defense on this one. Rose comes out. They've got McGowan, Hicks, Chaplin, Stoudemire, and Harden. They're starting five. Lions come out onto the floor, led onto the floor by Dane Gardner, Evan Weehy, Collinsworth, Menninger, and Cluxton. Rose will have the basketball to open up the second half of action. They'll be going to from left to right across your computer screen. Hicks will inbound it. We're underway here in the second half with the basketball. Stoudemire, left side, Lions back into that man-to-man. Top of the key, Chaplin. Guarded by Menninger, around a pick by Hicks. Chaplet near the center circle, left side to McGowan. Now back over to Stoudemire. One dribble on the right side to Harden. Back over to Chaplin. Long three, got it. And just like that, Rose Holman has taken the lead at 39-38. to Let's see how the Lions respond. Top of the key, Collinsworth. Back over to Gardner. Gardner to the right wing, holds up the dribble. Now over to Cluxton, top of the key. Collinsworth got the ball knocked free, but Luke got it back. Left wing, Weehee dumps it off on the left block. Now to Collinsworth, backing in against Hicks. Spins to the baseline, now spins back outside. Kicks it off to Manager. Right wing, Cluxton, four on the shot clock. Gives it off to Collinsworth, top of the key, three. Won't go, and the rebound chased down by Gardner. Gardner with the offensive rebound. Now brings it back outside. Gardner with it, left of the circle, left of the lane. Bouncing in, put it up from five. Two hard rebound hits. Lions did nothing offensively there to get the ball to have any place for Gardner to get it off to. With it underneath is McGowan backing it against Collinsworth. He turns to the baseline, put it up. No rebound, Gardner. Good job by the Lions defensively on that possession. Bringing it up the floor, Cluxton on the left-hand side. Menninger outside the arc, top of the key, Cluxton. Lobs it underneath to Collinsworth. Left hand partially blocked. And the rebound pulled down by Rose. Up the floor, Harden. Line, left of the lane. Stops left block. Spins to the baseline. Up and under Gardner. Got it knocked free. Stolen away by Cluxton. Cluxton, after it was knocked away by Gardner, all the way to the hole. Lays it up and in. Willard with his first two. Lions have taken the lead again at 40-39. to 39, 18 minutes to go in this ballgame. Harden, top of the circle, around a pick by Hicks to the left wing. Now back out front, McGowan. On the right wing, Chaplin. Chaplin to the right elbow, left hand dribble. Bounce pass underneath to McGowan, backing it against Menninger. Right hand, put it up, nope. Rebound knocked around, taken down by Menninger. Lions down, up by a point now with the basketball. On the right side, Weehee gets it to Gardner. Left wing goes to Cluxton. Top of the key, Menninger. Menninger around a pick. Top of the key now to Collinsworth on the left wing, Cluxton. Dumps it off on the left baseline to Collinsworth. Double team now, Collinsworth. Hook pass top side to Weehee. Back to Collinsworth, down low. Collinsworth, reverse layup, right side, got it. 
Big Luke with 15, 42-39. Lions with their biggest lead of the ballgame of three now. 17-10 to go in the ballgame. Stoudemire, right side Chaplin. Chaplin looking down low, gets it to McGowan at the top of the circle. Now back down low to McGowan, knocked free by Gardner. They're going to call Gardner for a foul on a reach in. Gardner. Boy, it looked like a clean steal from here. And I think if the official had that one to call over again, he probably would have just let it go. Shot clock reset to 20. Rose with the basketball. Putting it in play. Zach Jackson, who just came back into the ballgame. Jackson gets it off. Now to Chaplin. 15-footer right side. Won't go. Hit the top of the backboard and then hit the shot clock. What are they calling? They're going to call Hicks for a foul. That thing hit the shot clock, and none of the officials called it out of bounds. So Terry Hicks got called for a foul that he probably shouldn't have been called on because it hit the scoreboard up top, the shot clock first. With it, Collinsworth, top of the key. Lions have the basketball and a three-point lead. Collinsworth in the circle. One dribble. Back off to Cluxton. Cluxton back over to Collinsworth on the right side. Hands it off to Weehee on the left wing. Gardner back out to Weehee. Weehee hooks a pass out. Collinsworth top side all alone. Three. No. And the rebound taken down by Hicks. Hicks clears it off to Jackson into the front court. Jackson with the basketball down 42-39. Now to Chaplin. Chaplin dumps it off to Jackson on the right baseline. Out front, Hicks, pump fake, looks for the shot. Now he'll take it from 19, no good. Rebound taken down by McGowan, one dribble up and in. That's eight for McGowan, 42-41. Lions with the one-point lead, plucks it up the floor, gets it off to Gardner, right side, not a manager between the circles. Right of the circle to Collinsworth, hands it off to Weehee, back out front, Cluxton. Now to Collinsworth, back to Cluxton, long three by Willard, no good. Missed off the front iron, and the rebound taken down by Rose. They'll get it off to Jackson. Jackson with 15-40 left to go in the ballgame. Now to Harden. Harden crossover dribble around another pick by McGowan. Now brings it back out to the left wing. Harden with the dribble. Gets it off to Hicks at the free throw line. 16-footer. Nope. Rebound taken down by McGowan. McGowan underneath, and a foul is going to be called on the Lions underneath the bucket. And that'll be on Evan Weehee. Weehee picks up his third personal foul, so he will come out of the ballgame when we return. 15-24 left to go in the ballgame. An official timeout on the field. Your score, it is the Lions 42, the Engineers 41 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. You are listening to Mount St. Joseph University Basketball. On WDTZ, LPFM 98.1 in Delhi Township, and UltimateSportsTalk.com. 42-41, Lions lead it by a point. Creighton is blowing out Xavier at home, 80-61 with 3.20 to go in the ballgame. West Virginia up by four over Auburn with two minutes left, 74-70. And Virginia doing the same to Boston College, 76 76- 
57-57. That now is a final. Virginia has won it, 76-57. Rose will have the basketball out underneath their own bucket. Hicks will trigger it in. Lions back out on the floor. Totten has come in, manager in. Rose inbounds the basketball to Chaplin. Now top of the circle to Harden. Harden with it on the left wing. Chaplin again, 15-15 to go in the ballgame. Underneath it goes to Hicks. Hicks backing in against Gardner. Put it up, no good. Rebound taken down by McGowan. McGowan puts it up, no. Rebound, Collinsworth rips it away from McGowan. Gets it up the floor to Cluxton. Cluxton into the front court. Willard with the basketball on the right-hand side. Now to Collinsworth, left wing manager. Manager looking down low, gets it off to Dane Gardner, guarded by Hicks. Gardner left of the lane, back underneath. Cluxton gets it back to Gardner. Gardner in the lane, right hand hook, good. Gardner, you could tell, getting more and more comfy with that right hand down low, and the Lions lead it by three again, 44-41. Coming the other way, Harden drives right baseline, drove right around Cotton, laid it up and in. Nobody underneath. Nobody underneath, and evidently we've got some altercation going on as the outside official that Toby Kerrigan had the problems with in the first half. Has some problems again, and now Cluxton is going to leave the ball game after that altercation. And coming in will be Danny Austin. So Harden with the bucket. He's got seven in the ball game, and the Lions up by a point. Austin with Cotton with the basketball. He's going to be tied up out front as he just fell down. Now Kratzer's going to come in, and Totten will sit down. 14-20 to go. Lions will get the basketball back on the alternating jump ball. Manager will put it in play in the front court, and does to Austin. Austin's going to run the point. Now to Gardner, top of the key. Off to Kratzer, left wing. Looking down low for Collinsworth. Gets it back to Manager. Top side, Collinsworth. Left wing, Kratzer. Kratzer with it. Down low, it goes to Collinsworth now. Right back to Kratzer. He threw it by him and out of bounds. That'll be the fourth turnover of the ball game against the Lions. 44-43. Simon Blair is coming into the ball game, but he had to tie his tennis shoe before he came in. And the official gave him the opportunity. He'll check in for Hicks. 14 minutes to go in the ballgame. It's a one-point Lions lead, but Rose has the basketball. Lions in that man-to-man. With it around a pick is Jackson. Gets it off to Willie Bowman. Free throw and jumper got it. Bowman with five, and Rose has the lead again, 45-41. Austin trying to bring it across the timeline, does, and gets it off to Kratzer. Now to Gardner. Gardner with the basketball. Looking down low to Menninger, right of the circle to Collinsworth, topside Menninger, around a pick by Big Luke, gets it back to Collinsworth, top of the key. Collinsworth hands it off to Gardner. Gardner spinning into the lane, spinning win, put it up with the right hand, good. Gardner with 15 in the ball game, and the Lions have taken the lead again by a point, 46-45. McGowan gets it back out front to Jackson. Jackson will reset the offense, 20 on the shot clock. Jackson, top of the key, 
Goes to Willie Bowman, looking down low. On the right wing, Simon Blair. Long 15-footer, won't go. And the rebound taken down by Collinsworth. Luke has got three rebounds so far today. Need more out of him on that facet. With it is Gardner. Down low to Kratzer, and a foul pushing on the pass down low will be called on Simon Blair. Blair with his first. And that is the second against Rose as a team. Now Harden is back into the ball game and sitting down is Zach Jackson. Inbounds pass made to Collinsworth, not a Kratzer, right of the circle. Hands it off to Menninger, gets it off to Gardner, right wing. Gardner looking to drive, but gets it out front to Kratzer, who hands it off to Menninger. Spins, goes to Kratzer, left of the circle, picks it off to Collinsworth. Collinsworth, top of the key, Menninger lost the handle, ball loose on the floor, and a foul will be called against the mound, and that's going to be on Austin. Austin dove right in between the legs of Harden trying to get that ball back. That is his first and the third against the Lions as a team with 12.29 to go. 46-45 Lions. With the basketball, Harden gets it back over on the right side to Blair, now back to Harden. Harden dribbles out front, picks up the dribble to Blair, left of the circle. Blair bounce pass right elbow to McGowan. Spins in against Collinsworth. Up and under move. Put it up. Got it to go. McGowan's got 10. And Rose in this back and forth affair takes the lead again by a point. 47-46. Austin goes to Kratzer on the left wing. To Gardner. Back over to Manager. Top of the key, Collinsworth. Collinsworth looks down low. Can't find anyone. Luke on the right wing to Gardner. Gardner with 10 on the clock. Gets it back underneath to Collinsworth. Collinsworth spins to the baseline. Right-hand hook. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Rose. Came up short on that right-hand hook shot. With it on the right side, McGowan goes left wing to Bowman. Top of the key, Chaplin. And an offensive foul called against Rose underneath on Simon Blair. Blair gets the foul called. That'll be his second. And when we come back, Lions will have the basketball down by a point as Simon Blair really upset at the officiating. 11.30 left to go in this ball game. It's Rose home in 46, 47, excuse me, Rose 47, the Lions 46 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Well, you heard us say at halftime, one of the guys here, for Rose Holman, hit a half-court shot, and he ended up winning an old-time Rose Holman basketball jersey with number 74 on it. 11.30 left to go. 
He is actually the PA announcer here, one of the students, sitting right in front of us. That's how he knew he got the old-time jersey. 47-46, Rose with the basket. Uh, Rose with the lead, Lions with the basketball. Full-court pressure put on by Rose. Inbounds pass, Kratzer had it stolen away by Harden on the right wing. Bowman for three. Oh, you just can't have turnovers like that. You just can't. And that puts the Lions down by four. 11.15 to go in the ballgame. Cluxton, who just came in, brings it up the right side. Cluxton, top of the key, it goes to Collinsworth. Collinsworth, one dribble, comes to a jump stop. Back to Cluxton, right of the lane, Gardner. Gardner double team, dribbles out of the double team. Now on the left wing, it goes to Kratzer. Kratzer looking down low, hands it off to Cluxton. Ten on the clock. Back up front, Menninger, right wing three, missed it short. Rebound, bounced around, taken down by Simon Blair. Blair gets it up the floor to Bowman. Bowman to Farnsworth for the long three, won't go, and Kratzer grabs the rebound. Lions dodge a bullet. They are down by four. Kratzer, left wing Menninger. Bounce pass underneath to Collinsworth, left block. Collinsworth double teamed on the baseline. Spins to the baseline and he's fouled. And like bowling pins, players fly all over the place because Luke fell down and knocked down a couple of Rose Holman players. Foul is going to be called, though, on Bowman. That'll be his first. And that's the fourth against Rose as a team. Common foul. So the Lions will have it out underneath their own bucket as the ball girl comes out and mops up the perspiration on the floor from the players being knocked down by bowling pins. 10-26 remaining to go in the ballgame. Lob pass, inbounds to Collinsworth. Top of the key, Kratzer. Hands it off to Manager. He'll drive right of the lane. Kick it back out to Gardner. Top side, Kratzer. On the left wing, Collinsworth. Back to Kratzer, top of the key. Kratzer with nine on the shot clock. To Gardner, he'll drive the lane. Laid up, good, and he's fouled. The C parted. Gardner took advantage of it. He's got 17. He'll look for 18 from the line as the Lions are down by two. Hicks, after a long break, comes in. And Simon Blair, who is just totally upset at the officiating right now, gets caught by Nick Sales and tells him to calm down a little bit then has a word for the official. Gardner, line left, put it up, good. Lions are down by one again at 50-49. to 49. Ten minutes to go in the ballgame. With it off on the right-hand side, Bowman, now to Farnsworth. Farnsworth between the circles, looks right, now dumps it off underneath to Hicks, knocked free by Kratzer, Hicks chases it down in the corner, and gets it back outside. Bowman, back to Harden. Harden's going to drive left against Cluxton, kick it off into the right corner, now right wing to Willie Beeman for three, got it. Bowman back-to-back threes, and he's got 11, Lions down by four again. With it, Manager, top of the key. Crossover dribble, now spins to his left. Out front, Cluxton. Cluxton with the basketball, passes it off to Collinsworth. Collinsworth with it on the right-hand side. Now gets it to Kratzer. Kratzer, top of the key. Kratzer drives left of the lane. Top of the circle to Collinsworth for three. Hit the back iron, nope. And the rebound taken down by McGowan. McGowan's got ten rebounds today. Underneath Hicks. Hicks, left of the lane, back out front. To Farnsworth for three, got it. Farnsworth with six, Lions down by seven. 
8.55 remaining to go in the ball game. 56-49 Rose. Into the front court. Kratzer, timeout to the Lions. 8.50 to go in the ball game. Your score. It's Rose 56, the Lions 49 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options, free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, around the league this afternoon, just one score with 11 minutes to go in the first half. Transy is leading Bluffton 18-7 to in the first half. Earlham and Anderson will get underway at 3 along with Franklin and Manchester. And the Defiance Yellow Jackets hosting Hanover this afternoon. That game just began. They're just a minute into that contest. 56-49, to go in this first half. And evidently we've got, I guess the Lions took the full timeout and now they'll blend that into the media timeout here. Lions are going to have three timeouts left. 8.50 to go in the ballgame. Lions right now, boy, they were going back and forth and then all of a sudden... Bowman decided to hit two three-pointers in a row and then another three-pointer by Farnsworth and that's given the engineers a 56-49 lead so far with 8.50 to go. Lions will have the basketball. Lions will have, well, the official says, are we all right after that confusion? Mostly my fault. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Inbounds pass, Cluxton. Bounce pass goes to Gardner. Gardner with it out front with the left-hand dribble. He's going to drive right of the lane. Back to Cluxton. Right wing three. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Hicks. Lions have gone cold, and Rose is rebounding everything the Lions miss. And that right now is the story of the ball game. With it on the left-hand side, McGowan. McGowan backing in against Kratzer. Up and under. Put it up, and he walked with the basketball. Nick Sales arguing with the outside official, but... I was blinded by it, couldn't see it, as to whether or not he did travel. Lions down by 7, 56-49. Now the inbounds against full court pressure put on by Rose. We, he got it knocked away from behind. Stolen away by Chaplin all the way to the hole. Nope. Rebound knocked out front. It goes out of bounds. Last touch by Rose. It goes back to the mount. Boy, Mount St. Joseph is getting away with a lot of silly turnovers. Weehee's going to come out of the ballgame. He didn't even know anybody was behind him, and the ball got knocked free and away from him. 8.14 to go. Lions have the basketball down by 7. Cluxton will bring it across from right to left. Cluxton with the dribble. Shuffles it over on the right-hand side to Totten, who's back into the ballgame. Now to Gardner, over to Cluxton. Left baseline to Kratzer. Backing into the lane, Kratzer up and under, put it up. No, but a foul is going to be called underneath, and that'll be on McGowan. 
and that is his third, and that's the sixth against Rose. Lions will be going to the line for the rest of the game, and now what do we have? We've got an official timeout on the floor right now. 7.56 left to go in the ball game. Your score from Rose, it's the Engineers. 56, the Lions, 49 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's Organizational Leadership Program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, ultimatesportstalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, ultimatesportstalk.com. Lions were down 34 to 19 with 638 to go in the first half and they ended up with a two-point halftime lead, 38-36. That was the biggest lead that Rose has had, 15 points. Make it at 34-19. Lions, their biggest lead was at the 14-47 mark here in this half, and they led it by three, 44-41. Lions have the basketball down by seven. Cluxton will put it in, does to Gardner, left of the lane, one dribble, right back up and in. Gardner's got 20, it's 56-51. Rose by five with the ball. Harden around a pick by Zurich, who's back into the ball game. Back over on the left-hand side, Hicks. Hicks with a right-hand dribble, got the ball knocked free. Hicks picks it up in the lane, back outside, it goes to Harden. Harden now will reset the offense, 10 on the clock. Harden around a pick set by Hicks. He's going to dribble down to the left baseline, kicks it back out front, and it goes to Farnsworth. Farnsworth all the way to the hole, puts it up, off the front iron, no good, had to throw it up. Shot clock was down to two, and the Lions got the rebound. Gardner with the basketball down by five, now to Manager. Manager looking left, looking right, now back out front, it goes to Totten. Totten with the basketball, right wing, top of the key, Kratzer, left side manager, down on the left baseline, it goes to Kratzer. Kratzer into the lane against Zurich, up and under Zurich, put it up, won't go, but a foul will be called on Zurich, and Kratzer will go line left. Zurich with his first, that puts Rose over the limit, the Lions will be going to the line for the rest of the ball game. Putting it to the free throw line is Kratzer. Nick, Nate I should say, excuse me, puts it up and it is no good. McGowan is back in. Zurich will leave. Collinsworth back in. Gardner's going to get a breather. But I would almost imagine it won't be for long. Kratzer put it up. Nick missed them both. And the rebound taken down by Rose. You cannot miss free throws when you're trying to come back on the road, folks. With it on the right-hand side is Harden. Harden picked up by Collinsworth on the switch. They got a mismatch down low. Cluxton against McGowan. They throw it over the top. McGowan got it later in. Boy, Rose did a great job of noticing the mismatch and went right to it. 
It's 58-51, fighting engineers. Kratzer now back to Totten. Totten with it, top of the circle, bounce pass right elbow to Collinsworth, left wing Totten. Totten to the right elbow with the dribble, back to Cluxton, to Totten at the free throw line, top of the key, Collinsworth. He's not hot from three-point range this afternoon. Left wing Manager, six on the clock. Manager to Collinsworth. Collinsworth, somebody's got to put something up. Cluxton low, right wing, no good. Rebound knocked loose on the floor. Manager saves it, and a foul is going to be called on McGowan. McGowan comes away breathing fire. He's got four in line left. Lions will go to the line. Now McGowan will leave. He checks out, and Simon Blair and the rest of his teammates ask Blair, are you okay? Because he was totally upset when he left the last time he walked off the floor. Menninger will go line left. He's shooting 67%, put it up, no good again. Rebound comes outside, Sparnsworth saves it, throws it off of Menninger into the hands of Toby Kerrigan, and Rose gets it back. 5.57 remaining. Lions are down by seven. They have not done themselves any favors by missing free throws down the stretch. With the basketball out front, Harden. Harden around a pick by Blair. He's going to pull up for the long three. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Nate Kratzer. Tell you what, Rose is trying to give us every opportunity to get back into this thing. And the Lions just keep giving it back. With it on the right baseline, Collinsworth. Collinsworth spins to the line. Gets tied up underneath. Can't find anyone. Jump ball. It goes back to Rose. 5-26. Left to go in the ball game. This has been a dichotomy of the season from the very beginning. Lions start out slow, get back into it, and they very little mistakes that just causes them to lose ball games on the road. With it underneath, now I'm back out front. Hicks gets it underneath, put it up in front of Kratzer, laid it up Hicks with five in the ball game. Lions down by nine again. Full court pressure again put on by Rose. Rose, Lions get it off to Cluxton. Cluxton are out picked by Menninger. We'll bring it across the timeline. Shut off by Farnsworth. Cluxton out front. Cluxton down to the right wing. Bounce pass underneath to Collinsworth. He got it knocked free. Stolen away, and Toby Kerrigan is irate at the officials for not calling a foul down low. Top of the key, Harden. Harden top side on the right wing. It goes back out front to Chaplin. Now to Harden. Harden with four and a half remaining. He'll drive the lane. Kick it off onto the right baseline to Farnsworth for three. Nope. And the rebound taken down by the Lions. Cluxton comes the other way. Bounce pass underneath to Kratzer. Laid it up and in. Kratzer's got four in the ball game. Lions down by seven. They're hanging around there with 4-10 remaining. Harden across the timeline. Around a pick by Simon Blair. He's going to stop. Pop the three. Around the rim, no. Rebound taken down by Collinsworth. Gets it off to Cluxton. Cluxton from right to left. Off the Totten sideline right. Now to Collinsworth. On the left wing it goes. Down on the baseline to the low block to Kratzer. Double teamed into the lane. Nick back out front. Right baseline. Cluxton, they leave him all alone, but he won't take the shot. Gets it back to Totten. Totten with 10 on the shot clock. Now seven. 
Totten trying to set up the offense. And now Collinsworth is just going to throw up a prayer from the top side, hit the side iron, nope, and Rose got the rebound. That's been the other part of the story. Seven-point lead for Rose Holman, 3.20 to go. Harden just running some clock out front. Bounce pass Hicks at the free throw line. Hicks guarded by Kratzer. Drives the lane. Laid it up no and a foul called on Nate Kratzer. That will be his fourth of the ball game. Check his first. It's just the fourth against the Lions as a team. And the final official timeout of the ball game. 3-10 remaining. Your score, Rose Holman 60, the Lions 53 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. 310 remaining to go in the ballgame here from Rose Holman. 60 to 53. Rose with a seven-point lead. Boy, the Lions, when they play well, they play well. When they don't, and they make the little mistakes that they have made in the second half of this one. They have problems. And that is what they've got here this afternoon. 60 to 53, Lions are down by 7, 310 to go. It's not impossible. They were down by 7 in the first game in overtime and came back to win that one by 3. Hicks, line right. He'll be shooting two. Shooting 72% from the line. Put that one up and clanked it off the front of the rim. Boy, Rose today from the free throw line. Six of nine. Second one, got it. Hicks was six in the ball game. Again, full court pressure put on by the engineers in the backcourt. Cluxton. Cluxton around a pick by Gardner into the front court. Cluxton with a right-hand dribble, got it knocked away, jump ball. He called a timeout, and it'll be a timeout taken, I believe, by the Lions as Cluxton immediately grabbed the ball, turned and took timeout. And it will be. And it'll be a 30-second timeout. 3.01 left to go in the ball game. It's 61-53 rows on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. The School of Health Sciences at Mount St. Joseph University is a proven leader in healthcare education. The Mount offers bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in nursing, including a blended online RN to BSN program and the innovative MSN Magellan program. For nearly 100 years, Mount St. Joseph University has produced outstanding healthcare professionals. Learn more at msj.edu slash health sciences. Lions will have two timeouts left. I don't know about you, but that buzzer is really irritating after a while. 3-0-1 to go. It's an eight-point Rose lead. Lions with the basketball. They inbound the ball to Cluxton. 
Cluxton with it near the center circle, hounded by Harden. Picks up the dribble, bounce pass to Gardner. Gardner's going to drive inside the lane against Blair. Gardner put it up in front of Blair, too hard. Rebound taken down by Hicks. Good rebound by Hicks. Up the floor, it goes to Bowman. Back out front to Hicks. 2.40 to go in the ballgame. Now out front to Harden, and Harden will just let the clock drain as Nick Sales says, let's get it down to about 10, then start the offense, and that's what they'll do. Gets it on the left-hand side, Harden. Bounce pass to Blair, and against Collinsworth, drops up, left-hand hook, no good. Rebound Blair, right back up, hit the bottom of the rim, no good, and the rebound taken down by Collinsworth. Gets it up the floor to Cluxton, now to Gardner. Gardner, right of the lane, into the lane. Guarded by Bowman, knock free, foul on Bowman. And that'll be the second foul on Bowman. And the Lions are one foul away from being in the double bonus. But the way that they've shot free throws here today, that may not help. Line left, Gardner. He's got 20. Eyes it, dips, shoots, rimmed it, no good. Lions just have not taken advantage of the opportunities at the line. So far today, they are 5 of 10, and that is going to be a timeout taken by Rose. Two minutes to go in the ballgame. This will be a 30. Rose 61, Lions 53 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University, where Division III champions are made. We coach our Lions to become leaders who will win on the field and in their career. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Are you ready to compete with the heart of a lion and become our next champion? Learn more at msjlions.com. Nick Sales using a 30-second timeout here. 61-53, Rose with an eight-point lead. Lions just have not been able to get this thing under seven ever since. Bowman hit two and Farnsworth a three to put them up by seven. Chaplin will put it in play, and he does to Harden. Harden with the basketball in the front court, in the center circle. Shot clock down to 15. Chaplin, bounce pass in the lane, goes to McGowan. Left hand shot, five, and he got it. That should just about do it. Ten-point lead. Rose putting on some token pressure. Totten gets it off to Cluxton. He'll bring it across. Cluxton, top of the key, to the right side. Now to Collinsworth. Collinsworth, top of the key, hands it off to Totten. Totten, back out to Menninger. Lions have got to throw up a shot. They get it off to Totten. Left wing, Gardner. Gardner, ten on the shot clock, all the way to the hole. Put it up, blocked, and a foul. McGowan picks up the foul. That will be his fifth. He will fall out of the ball game. And that's the tenth. The official walks McGowan over to the bench trying to say something to him. And McGowan just shook his hand and said, I'm out of here. Going line left, Gardner. Lions 0 for 4 right down the stretch here. And that one is good. Gardner 21. Minute 22 to go. Lions down by nine. Austin's going to come into the ballgame now. Second one by Gardner. No good off the side iron. 
And the rebound taken down by Rhodes. You just cannot win on the road if you do not make free throws. On the left side, with the basketball chaplain and a foul called on Menninger. Lions right now have only got five team fouls. It's a problem they were running into on Thursday night too against Defiance. They didn't have enough fouls and they had to continue to foul to get Defiance to the line. Minute 10 to go. That's their fifth foul. They've got one more to give before they send them to the line. Inbounds pass Hicks. Hicks guarded by Cluxton. Cluxton trying to foul. No call. And now the foul is going to be called on Harden. Check that on Totten against Harden. Totten. That's the sixth foul. Now this one will send Rose to the line. Chaplin will put it in play. Does deep into the backcourt. Goes to Harden. Harden guarded by Cluxton. Brings it across. Double team. Now top of the key. Hicks back out front. 13 on the shot clock. Totten now guarded by Menninger. Chaplin with the basketball. Chaplin looking to create. Chaplin behind the back dribble. Top of the key. Behind the back again. Right wing for the three. Chaplin with 17. And a foul. Delay of game called, I believe, against Rose. 42.7 seconds left to go. Now they're going to put 43.5 on the scoreboard. And the officials having a word with each other and not sure what that was all about, but now we'll get back to play. Austin with it in the backcourt. Austin across the timeline, around a pick by Gardner. Tried to send a pass right back out to Gardner, but it was knocked out of bounds by Chapel. Lions will keep it, 36 seconds to go. Collinsworth back in, Austin out. Putting it in play. Lions and a foul is going to be called on Simon Blair. Blair with his fourth. Blair now has been reduced to just laughing at foul calls. And Collinsworth is laughing with him right now going line left. Been that kind of day. Collinsworth puts it up and misses it. Boy, it has been that kind of day. From the free throw line, the Lions right now two of nine in the second half. 36 seconds remaining. Collinsworth around the rim and in front. Collinsworth with 16. 36 seconds left. Lions down by 10. Inbounds. Harden gets it back to Chaplin. Chaplin dribbles around Austin into the front court. Chaplin now off to Harden. Harden with it on the left wing. It goes to Hicks. Hicks is going to be fouled by Totten. Alex with his second. And the Lions now are over the limit, and Hicks will go to the line shooting one and one. In the second half, Rose one of two from the line. The Lions three of nine from the line. That's in the second half. Hicks, line right, put it up and in. That's how you win ball games in the Heartland Conference, especially on the road. You've got to hit your free throws. 
24.2 left to go. Second one by Hicks. Good again. He's got eight. And it's a 12-point Rose lead. Into the front court. Cluxton up the right-hand side. Around a pick to the right wing. Cluxton down to the right baseline. Dribbles through the key. Kicks it back out to Gardner. Gardner dribbles right baseline. Top of the key. Cluxton. Cluxton is going to drive the lane. Lay it up and in. Buxton with four in the ball game. Lions three, two, one. That's your final score. The final score here this afternoon. Mount St. Joseph loses here this afternoon by a final of 10. Rose Holman 67 and Mount St. Joseph 57 here this afternoon. The Lions drop to 6-13 overall. They're now 5-7 in the Heartland Conference. While Rose is 10 and 9, they are 7 and 5 in the Heartland Conference. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll talk with head coach Toby Kerrigan after this one. Coming up after this on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Changing lives is what great teachers do. And as I saw more students struggling to read, I looked to Mount St. Joseph University for help. The Mount is a national leader in reading science with highly effective research-based methods. Their faculty equipped me to teach students with a range of learning differences, and I was able to make an immediate impact in the classroom. The Mount's fully online reading science program helped me climb higher in my career, but more importantly, is improving the lives of my students. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New heights, right? At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu. In the game of life, it's not how far you can throw the ball. It's not how high you can fly. It's not how fast you can run. Or how many touchdowns you can score that matters. It's really how you play the game that counts. Because the game only lasts four quarters. For a few years. For that moment in time. Good sportsmanship. 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 Last a lifetime. Well, the Lions lose it here this afternoon by a final score of 67-57. to 57. Boy, this one, it started out with a big Rose Holman lead of 15 points almost 14 minutes into the ball game. They had a 15-point lead. Then the Lions went on a 19-2 spurt at the end of the first half, and they were leading it at halftime by a a score of 38-36. But in that second half of action, boy, things about the 10-minute mark just hit a stone wall, and I'm talking about a stone wall from William Bowman and Farnsworth. Bowman came down, hit a three-pointer, made it a three-point lead. Then Bowman came back down, hit a three-pointer, that made it a six-point lead. And then Farnsworth hit a three-pointer after the Lions had hit a two-pointer and made it a seven-point lead. And that was pretty much it. The Lions could not crack that seven-point barrier after that. The Lions had a the lead four times. Rose had the lead four times. It was tied five times this afternoon in the ball game, and the lead changed hands, as I said, five times in the contest, and that was it here this afternoon. The Lions lose it by a final of 67-57. to 57. Lions now at Rose are 6-12 and 12 overall. They split the season series with Rose Holman. They won the first game by three in overtime at the Harrington Center. Lose this one by ten down here in Terre Haute. Rose now has won nine of the last 12 meetings between these two teams, and they lead the all-time series 
19 wins to 17 wins against the Lions. Now Rose's next ball game will be coming up on Wednesday night, and that will be here at home against Earlham. Lions will be back at home on Wednesday night also at the Harrington Center. We'll have that game for you on Ultimate Sports Talk only, and that will be at 7.30 against Bluffton. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 7 o'clock. When I come back, we'll take a look at the stats and hopefully get a chance to talk with head coach Toby Kerrigan after this. This is the story of a boy who didn't talk for a long time. The boy liked things to always be the same. Any changes would scare and upset him. The unknown was an unfriendly place. The boy was very sensitive to lights and sounds. So he built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. The boy didn't like looking people in the eye. He wasn't trying to be mean, it just made him feel uncomfortable. Sometimes he would flap his arms again and again. One day, I found out I have something called autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I found my voice and learned all the way I could live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org. Dave Mitchell right back here at Rose-Hulman here this afternoon where the Lions have lost it by a score of 67-57. to And joining us here this afternoon now... The head coach of the Lions, Toby Kerrigan, after this one here this afternoon. A very disappointing loss here by the Lions today. And, Toby, thanks for joining us here after this one. Boy, this one, you got to look at this, and you cannot win, in my opinion, you cannot win games on the road if you cannot hit your free throws. And in the second half, Toby, we were 3 of 9 from the charity stripe. You just can't do that. No, you can't do that anywhere, but you certainly can't do it on the road. Missed some free throws, turned it over too much. I mean, it was, you know, they held us to 19 points. Credit to their defense in the second half. Held us to 19 points in the second half. It's hard to win doing it that way. Yeah, and, and a couple of times they threw the full-court press at us. seemed like it really shocked us when they did that in the second half. Sure did. That's what it looked like. Shocked, didn't it? Yeah, just like shock and awe. And then there were a couple of times where we're bringing the ball up and there wasn't any communication out there, it appeared to me, and people were coming up from behind us and knocking the ball away. Yep, that happened too. (laughs) I mean, it it gets to this point, Toby, where you just don't know what to do. I mean, I'm looking at it. We ran a 19-2 spurt in the last six minutes of the first half to take a two-point lead, and we looked like world beaters in that that stretch of the imagination, but then the second half came, we got down by seven and couldn't find a way to get back into it. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit part of our inexperience. We're able to do those things for stretches, but we're just not able to do it for an extended amount of time. And that's why I was telling them there. There were, there were stretches where we were good, and then there were other stretches where we were not. And that's where the consistency comes in. you got to figure out how to, how to be consistently good enough and consistently good enough that you're not beating yourself by turning it over and missing free throws and, and you, you just got to find that consistency and we just, there's times where, you know we're good enough, other times we just not we're just not. This may be an elementary question but in that spurt in the first half, the last six minutes, what were we doing well that you saw that got us back into it? Getting stops. Getting stops. Yep. Yep, getting stops. Uh, 
scoring around the rim. I mean, they 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 doubled the post a little more in the second half. That's where some of our turnovers came in. Um, and again, it's hard to go. You know, we're four for eighteen from from three. You know, yeah, you get doubled in the post, and you got to be able to make some shots when it comes out. Um, and if you don't, then they'll just keep doubling the post. So, and that's what they did. Well, right back at it on Wednesday night. Yep. Good luck. Thank you. Toby Kerrigan, thank you for joining us here at the end of the game. When we come back, we'll wrap it up after this. At Mount St. Joseph, we are on a mission to provide a robust student experience. With small class sizes, over 22 different NCAA Division III men's and women's athletic teams, an eSports team, a vibrant arts and theater program, and dozens of student clubs and campus activities, you'll be sure to find your place at the Mount. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount. Visit our website at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, we've got a lot of people to thank here this afternoon, especially Dr. Williams for granting us permission to do these ball games here this afternoon. To Melanie Wagner, the athletic director, Blake Watson, the sports information director, to Kevin, the SID down here at Rose Holman. Always a pleasure to come down here and do baseball, football, basketball, softball games. Always a pleasure to come down here and do games. Also, our thanks to our sponsors here this afternoon, to Taylor Sunderhouse back at the radio station for spinning the dials, and to Greg Mitchell at UltimateSportsTalk.com for producing this afternoon's program. But most of all, our thanks go out to you for listening here today. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again the final score from Rose Holman here in Terre Haute, Indiana. It was Rose Holman 67, the Lions 57 on a brilliant Saturday afternoon. Have a good night, everybody.